Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this Final Show Films Hunt of the Vigil game, Terminus Tendency. I'm William, and I am the storyteller for this game. And we'll go ahead and start introducing our players, starting with Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Eamon Mulcahy, the Irish Malleus Maleficarum. And John. I'm John, and I'm playing Rick. I mean, Sean Mulcahy, the Irish Malleus Maleficarum. <laughs> and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nina Sky, a Union Rockstar. And Holly? I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, uh, Knights of St. Adrian. And Craig? Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul Spanner Phillips, the uh, um, Aegis Kaidoru uh, acquisitions expert. <laughs> and Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I will be playing Drew, the, the Lucifuge uh, book nerd of the group. And to recap the events of last week, especially because we were missing one of our players last week, um, a caravan of arriving individuals of a more... <laughs> Undead nature fanged persuasion of a more fanged persuasion um, proved to be searching for an individual who seemed to have escaped them um, after a brief amount of interrogation and a large amount of gunfire, uh, most lethal of which coming from our absentee Sean. Um, they learned that the individual they were looking for was a was a young girl by the name of Colleen, who seemed to have escaped the vampire's compound and from under the gaze of one called the Colonel. They learned that this individual female was supposed to be the key to unlocking or finding the Crimson Veil, something that would allow the vampires to conquer their greatest weakness of sunlight. Um, while the shootout was going down, those who had stayed inside the house that the group had been using as a safe house for the for the for, for the previous interrogations, um, which were 
uh, Astrid and Craig. Craig, your camera's gone, by the way. Um, I, there we go. Yep. Uh, Astrid, and, Astrid and Craig. Astrid and F- Paul. I say Craig. <laughs> Astrid, and, Astrid and Paul um, noticed a young 16-year-old female of short, sort of vaguely pixie-cut black hair uh, with sort of red tips and vaguely punk aesthetic uh, had snuck into the building behind them without any of them noticing. Uh, they offered to hide her in the cabinet until in, in the closet that was in the in the living room until until things blew over. Um, after which they learned that this was indeed the Colleen that the vampires had been looking for and offered to bring her back safely to a different location for a while since she seems to have escaped her captors. Uh, the group learned that. She had apparently been raised most of her life under the care of a group of monks um, who the group divined based on her knowledge of them that they seem to be mages of a group known as the Akashic or the Enlightened, as she said that they were also known. Um, And upon arriving uh, at Nina Sky's uh, home, after an amount of drinking, uh, not insignificant, especially for how young um, Colleen seems to be. I believe the uh, proper term was chugging. <laughs> <laughs> um, Colleen proceeded to devise a concoction that she said would put her to sleep and prevent her from having nightmares, um, which apparently have plagued her for a long time. Um, and after downing that and collapsing on Nina's couch. That is where I pick up with the group of you in Nina's in Nina's home uh, with a unconscious 16-year-old on the couch. Isn't there also a vampire in the bathroom? Yes, also the yeah. vampire that you've been interrogating, uh, the first one that you'd brought to the original house, staked in the bathroom. Yep. And, and I think we had said last time, because you let me um, get the willpower back in advance, that um, whenever it was a good time, maybe starting off, uh, Paul wanted to check in on his one-eyed king that he had slipped into the pocket of Jack Cross. Yes. Um, Well, I mean, Paul, you can check on your one-eyed king in your own time. That seems like a private matter. So... (laughs) so All right, let's get him out of the way now. (laughs) As, as, As you sort of pull... You say get him out of the way like we're going to run out. <laughs> as, you, as you pull one of these... Go- for them to finish up and be done with this stuff for years. Uh, <laughs> I think it's literally been years at this point. Yes, it has literally been years at this point. Uh, as, as Paul, you sort of pull this golden coin out and flick it across your fingers and then bring it up to your eye and focus. Your vision blurs and then fades. And then comes to in an office the coin appears to have been set in a glass case in an office on the back wall um with a sort of a very well upholstered dark wood table um and a very cushioned uh chair um in behind it, currently occupied by a long-haired individual, very familiar, identifiably as, to you as Jack Cross, um, who is sort of 
leaning back in the chair, just sort of mulling over uh, a handful of notes uh, in his left hand, held at just the right angle to not be fully uh, visible to you. As he sort of mulls them over, he sort of folds them up, sticks them back in a drawer on his desk, leans back in the chair and sort of looks over his shoulder directly at the coin, which your view is which your view is pointing out from. He sort of looks at it for a second. <laughs> sort of smirks and chuckles a bit. Goes back to what he was doing. Malik is watching right now. I'll get a kick out of this one. The cinema sense and... counter just went up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as as he sort of hits uh, an intercom button on his desk, bring him in. And the the door outside swings open as an individual in what can best be described as modern monk very very um it's very hard to describe this person's attire because it's sort of like if you took the old shaolin the, the traditional shaolin monk robes that you see in your um, typical historical renditions of the Shaolin, complete with the color schemes, the various different, um, very bright, very flowery colorations, and then trimmed it down into like a three-piece suit. Okay, okay. Um, This person enters head completely shaved bald. Um, Uh with a pair of black shades um, flanked by a pair of the what you recognize as, as Jack Cross's pack. Okay. I assume you would tell me if I recognize this person, or should you, I roll for you it? You do not recognize okay. this individual. Uh, and so this, this individual, uh, this odd-looking human with the, with the shaved head, um, sits in the chair opposite the desk from Jack Cross as Jack leans forward. So, Brother Vigilance, I understand, is what you're called. And uh, while that name might be more suiting in most cases, it seems you dropped the ball, doesn't it? The individual doesn't verbalize a response. He just sort of inclines his head in a brief nod not even acknowledging the the subtle barb. Uh, It looks like your charge got away from you and a while ago. How long have you been hunting this person? Two years is the very simple short word, short two-word response. Two years and you didn't find him. But my eyes tell me that the newcomers from the Mundanes found her. Indeed. So you have, so you have informed me. 
what more do you wish to speak to me of? Jack kind of leans back, looks over his shoulder at the coin again. Well, I could offer you more information on their location if you wanted to work with me a bit. See, I don't know what your order's doing around here, and I'd like to have a little bit more clarification on why you guys are here and what you're looking for other than this girl. And I'd like to know any of your business with the rest of the less-than-mundane folks of this city. The, the man doesn't even seem to raise an eyebrow at this. You ask much for one who offers little but information. I ask for important information to you, for important information to me. The other individual I will tell you some of what you wish to know. And then I'll tell you some of what you want to know. Very well. The purpose of my particular group is to guard, protect, and oversee the development of the girl. As she grows, her abilities increase. As she finds what she seeks, her abilities increase. And as they do, more danger arises until she can truly reach her pinnacle and seal her growth. And you haven't exactly explained to me what those abilities are or what they're related to. Nor shall I, until it becomes necessary. All right. Tell you what. Why don't you get a drink real quick? Um, I got some business to attend to. Man nods, stands, and with his with his escort steps back out of the room as Jack sort of stands up, turns around, walks over to the case that the coin is in. <sighs> Sorry, old man. Private business, you know. And he pulls on something. Abort, and abort. <laughs> and, and a shutter closes over the glass case. And you notice that even sound through the shutter seems to have been muffled. Okay. Um, uh, all right. <laughs> I was going to try to jump out as soon as he started to reach for it, but if he's closing it out like that. Um, so, and, and this is damping, I assume, the ability, the usual ability of the coin to sort of see its surroundings. It's locking the whatever the magic of the coin is inside that small case. Yeah, the... Um... What it seems like is you've been given a camera on the wall, basically. Okay. Like it looks like it looks like the perspective of the coin has sort of been fixed, possibly by the by possibly by the housing that it's been placed in. Okay. Uh, to staring out from wherever it's mounted at the room in front of it. 
Okay. That's that's interesting, and I think Paul would like to get a hold of whatever that uh, whatever that enchantment is. But in the meantime, um, it seems like that's a limited vantage point now. So I'm going to go ahead and call the coin back. And that just caused it to like reappear in your in your collection, correct? I I, I think it, I think it actually has to be overnight, or I have to yeah. I have to go to sleep with the um, the, yeah. with the sibling on uh, over mm-hmm. my eyes. So I'm I'm not gonna take a nap right now, but yeah. But if I forget to say it the next time Paul sleeps, yeah, then I'll yeah, I'll remember that. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I will I will relay everything that uh, that I just heard and saw to all the assembled folks. So uh, making sure that that uh, Colleen is still sleeping. She's passed out. Okay. Yeah, well, well, that was going on for I assume the amount of time that it was se- that 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 it took because it's yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a conversation. It took about a minute or two. Yeah, Nina just looks at Kat like that's just not fair and just walks over, get to to the cabinet. Who's having drinks? I mean, do you have to ask? Yes. <laughs> I just hold up. <laughs> My hand. One, two, three. <laughs> Drew. Been a long day. Do you mind if I also gesture towards the bedroom? No, no. Um. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be interesting. There's one bedroom. I can sleep on the floor just fine. I just was hoping to do it. Oh, that's not a problem. Talking. I mean, the floor, bed, wherever. I'm going to be in the bed, but. I'll get my rest in now so I can watch while the other sleep. Go. So this is something that I probably missed because I wasn't here yesterday. Are we all staying in the same building? Yes, it is a it is a uh, uh, one bedroom condo. Okay. Stu, uh, big big space. It is. I I'm just gonna shortcut it. It is a stereotypical r- r- rock person apartment. Uh, instruments in a corner. I will find the requisite beanbag chair in her room. Yes, because the room itself is not where the bed is. The bed is in the main room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the function is separate space. Yeah. Um, but I am leaving Crowley in the main space. I was gonna ask. Um, Big shaggy black dog looks like looks kind of like what you would imagine the Hound of the Baskervilles looks it, like. Is it Crowley C R O W or Growly G R O W? C. Okay, Crowley. Yes, like, it's the same two pronged reference you think it is. Okay. Uh, Mr. Crowley, did you talk to the dead? I believe Drew has said at some point to Eamon, to, uh, no, I didn't name him. Yep. <clears throat> well, if it's nightcap drinks that we're having, then... Yep, I will pour several strong drinks. I will drink several strong drinks. I was going to say, the brothers will drink all of them and then leave Are and then sure? ask if anybody else needs some. I'll say- uh, are you sure oh, you don't I want anything? I will match you drink for drink. <laughs> what? I was like, are you sure you don't want any? 
Astrid will drink probably as much as the brothers. <laughs> I believe we're about to start having to we are the worst guards yeah. ever. <laughs> so by the time by the time by by the time Paul gets get, gets out of his vision. <laughs> Everybody's just plastered. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a while. You can't just. No, down. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, but, that, but I, I mean, but you I, can. I like, I like that image so much of Paul. Like, <laughs> all right, so I've got some really. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> They're all clearly too plastered to be keeping track of the rules anymore. <laughs> Wait, what r- rules? <laughs> Usually people try and match each other drink for drink with some level of synchronicity before they get to the point where they're not keeping track of who's Oh. <laughs> no, no, that that that's far too structured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rules yeah. rules are not allowed in this house. This strikes me as a this strikes me as a drink till you're bored sort of house. Yeah, I'll be drinking for a long time then. Bored, drink till you're inspired. Drink until you're fucking someone. Whatever. Drink until you're done drinking. I I I think Paul wakes up and and just sort of quietly looks around and then looks over at the the, the single gin and tonic he had poured for himself before <laughs> he went into the vision and sort of pushes it over across the table and says, "All right, I guess I'm on first watch then." Oh, do you think I can't function like this? You do realize that I very often have to do sermons like this. Astrid will grab that gin and tonic and down it. Also, who drinks, <laughs> also I don't drink gin. Amazing. <laughs> so about 15 minutes after uh, Colleen had passed out on the couch. So roughly 10 minutes after... Um, after uh, Paul woke up from his from his inspection, seven or nine, seven or eight minutes after everyone started drinking, um, I would like everyone to roll me a uh, wits of composure. I never actually got like a full stat block for the for my dog because um oh, that is a good question. Does the does the basically it gives you a general spread and then says your GM's going to decide the details <laughs> based on the kind of animal and I just forgot that. <laughs> and Astrid slams an axe into the middle of the table. <laughs> Axes can see. <laughs> You have to switch to normal role on the character sheet. You were on attack. Yeah, I I see that. I think I did that last time while I was. It's always funny whenever it happens. I very nearly shot somebody. There you go. Okay. I mean, it's funnier when you're trying. Ignoring the dog and then do it later. (laughs) Yeah, ignore the ignore the dog for right now because I will need to make a character sheet for the dog real quick. One second. It's funnier when you're trying to socialize or seduce or (laughs) negotiate. (laughs) Gunshot. Roll an attack roll. uh, Like I said, I'm pretty sure that happened last week when I was trying to like calm down Colleen and I hit her. (laughs) (laughs) Bang! I need you to calm down now. So basically what you're saying is that 
this character sheet turns World of Darkness into Archer. Fiction, but yes, that too. I don't feel like one invalidates the other. No, no, not at all. Not even a little bit. Character sheet makes bad choices. Pulp Fiction is ju- Pulp Fiction is just Archer w- with more racial slurs. Speaking really. of speaking of bad choices, while we're waiting on whatever it is we're waiting on, I want to draw you all attention to all of your attention to this. So, as a voice actor, I have I I, I often have to pick up these uh, mouth drying mints so that my mouth isn't like <laughs> sucked with juices when I try Full to do VO stuff. <laughs> This is one of the packages that came in the box of mints. It is not opened. But it's missing several of them? There is no mint in it. Okay. They, they, I mean, they, I they, they're individually wrapped mints. Yeah, packaging you know errors are... I've had one of those. <laughs> you know what? You, you you go to a restaurant and they, they bring check and got it. I've had one of those without a mint in it brought to the table before. Yeah. <laughs> that that's an impressive not level well. of the waiter not paying attention. It's just it's just funny because like I said, they're individually wrapped, so it's like just <laughs> an extra one just shot off the line without getting wrapped. <laughs> or or two ended up stuck together and in a single package or something. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny. It's got a little bit of air in it, too. It's like, not a lot, but a little bit. Okay. So everyone saw something except me. Yeah, apparently. <clears throat> uh... I, I don't need to see anything until I'm shooting at it. I'll let you guys keep a lookout. <laughs> so, Sean is... Uh, too busy drinking to really pay attention to to the area around, but everyone else notices when the area outside, all of the sounds outside of the building, just go silent. Meanwhile, I'm in here. I'm in here singing. Hey, boy! God Aye. damn it! What? Shut lad. Watch. Drop it nine. You hear that? No. Somebody's exactly. It's quiet out there. Too quiet. Hmm. I, uh, I, I thought that was a thing people only said in movies. And that's that's where um, uh, uh, Nina um, goes over to goes over to 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 one of the kitchen uh, 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 drawers, opens it up. And starts pulling out ammunition clips. Mm-hmm. Um, Grab my rifle, load it up. Yeah. Is it is it is it quiet? As in something like no sounds some, of the street. Nothing. Like no no sounds of the street. No sounds of animals outside. It's just dead. Somebody just put <laughs> down a cloak of silence or something. Okay. Can um, can I roll to see if um, if I'm familiar with? spells or other effects that could cause this. Uh, you can roll me intelligence in a cult. I would like to go look out a window. And the, the clips are slid over to where where Paul is. Because Paul has the gun. 
<laughs> and um, is also not somewhat intoxicated at the moment. So probably <laughs> the best person to be wielding a firearm. And I took I a point know. in firearms since last time. So yay. Um, I got one success on intelligence and a cult. I got two successes. <laughs> there are certainly yeah. supernatural effects that can induce silence. That said, there are enough different types of creatures that can do that that it doesn't really narrow your options yeah. down. That's that's fair. As as I go as I go to look out the window, I look over at Eamon and go, "Brother, did you bring in the did you bring in the Winchester?" Reaches behind the couch, hands it over. <laughs> I will grab the Winchester and the dragon off and have both of them with me as I go look Future out the window. Future reference. Don't hide the guns next to the person who just entered, who just joined us, and we're not quite certain where their allegiances lie. That's fair, but she would have had to scramble all the way over the back of the, the, the little settee you've got here. We don't know. We don't know what she is. Maybe she can levitate it. Would you mind not having this conversation while we're potentially under attack? <laughs> we can, we can, I can multitask. Thank you very much. I think every time anybody says anything, Paul just keeps going, shh. <laughs> can i look out the window what do, do you I do? really I, think I, they're not going to we're the ones supposed to be surprised sean as you as you look out as you look out the window you don't see anything out there except there's a mist rolling in does that mean anything to me it's a mist rolling in <laughs> What? Uh, okay, so so. I, I Look, the demons I, I that Saint Wolfric fought back in 1183 were supposed to be preceded by right. an order of silence. I need a bit of clarification on the location that we're in. Information that I don't have currently. Are we in a single building, an apartment complex, a neighborhood, whether uh, a a house in a field? It is a condo above a warehouse. The condo above a warehouse, sort of standing kind alone. Kind of by itself, yeah. Standing alone by yeah, itself. Alone standing. Okay. Yeah. On a major street or out in the woods? Yes. Okay. On a major street. All right. Yes. Uh, I like that. I like that you heard yes to an A or B question and figured <laughs> out which one I meant. Yeah, because because you started saying yes before I finished the sentence. So I figured it was the first part. Um <laughs> Okay, so there should be traffic out there, but I'm not seeing anything. Yep. And what time is it? Uh, probably late evening. So nighttime. Yeah, definitely nighttime. Yeah, because we haven't gotten to sleep yet. Well, uh, folks, there's a bit of a fog rolling in, which seems to me well, a that's bit not preternatural. What? Where is Colleen sleeping? Just on a on, couch? On, on the, the couch. Room? On the couch. Is there a blanket or anything nearby? No. Um, I mean, the bed is in the same the room as us, right? Blankets. Yeah, the yeah. bed's in the same room. There's not a blanket like on the couch no. or on like any of the seats uh, next to it. Paul grabs off the, the bedspread or whatever is on top of the bed and just kind of tosses it over the couch so that Colleen is not immediately visible to somebody entering the room. Now, mm -hmm. um, there's a thing... There's a thing I can do. If it, hold on. If they come in here and start shooting and they're trying to capture somebody and uh, 
aren't aware that the person they're trying to capture is on the couch, the couch is more likely to get shot. I, I mean, I, I, I hear what to, you're saying. I hear what you're saying. This, is still, the, this is still the course of action that Paul is taking. Yeah. No, no. That was Nina actively saying it. Um, yeah. They're not here to capture. They're not here to murder her. They're here to capture her because she serves a goal. Right. Which Therefore, is why... if if we're no longer in a position to stop her from from being captured, being hidden underneath a blanket's not going to help. And so your goal otherwise is to hide behind her. Look, I just want to add a little bit of confusion and stop them from being able to see her immediately. I mean, no, not hide behind her. Prevent her from accidentally getting shot. I'd like to prevent all of us from getting shot. So would I, but that's that's a pipe dream at this point. Well... Have you got anything? Aemon's posted up at the door listening. (laughs) I am beginning to mutter a prayer as I begin to as I begin to cast true side of St. Abel on everyone. I'm hearing it now. Does that does that mean anything to me? You're hearing owl noises in the mist. They're owls in the mist. That's that's not not good. There is Absolutely no way that's good. Can I make any attempt at are there are there omens, are there tr- legends of magic mists with owls in them? Let's see. Uh, the, the people who could theoretically make this roll. Sean, Eamon, and Astrid can make an occult roll. It's going to be challenging. Can I make the occult roll while I'm muttering a prayer? Yes, go ahead. Is it just occult? Yeah, intelligence and occult. Okay. Three successes. Uh, everyone, by the way, now has everyone has two dots. Zero. Everyone now has two dots of the true side of Saint Abel, except for uh, Eamon and Nina, who both have four. Cool. Cool. What's that? Uh, it's the thing that lets you see supernatural entities. and I mean, cool. what's the system for it? Oh, Because uh, this was like three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can make resolve plus four for you guys now. And okay. myself, myself, Astrid, and Paul can make resolve plus two. I didn't okay. include Drew because Drew went to bed. <laughs> yep. Um, so here's the slightly tangential part of that question is that a reflexive role that you guys need to make when you have something you can make it on or just when you're concentrating uh just for the remainder of the scene they can do that to see things and yeah it it is it is an active attempt to see yeah Mm -hmm. that's fine for now yeah if they look they, they would have to make the role to see the dog for what it is yeah yeah that's... And even then, it doesn't tell you immediately. It just reveals the supernatural aspects. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that was an intelligence occult. I, I just was hoping it wasn't a scene of we're being stalked by something. Oh, shit, dog. Oh, oh shit, the dog now looks like it's made of hell. Actually, because I've actually seen the dog's true form. Uh, cause well, I, you, cause... you, you, well, you see that the dog is demonic. Cause, yeah, because my, my, my mind was active when I first saw the dog. Yeah. Um, yep. I will, after getting with the pair, say, oh, by the way, in case anyone hasn't noticed, the dog looks a bit weird if you look at it under this. 
I'm going to put a pin Two in successes. that for now and not even look at that because Two successes. bigger threats at the moment. And I'm also going to be rolling my uh, resolve and two dots just to see if I see anything special. So you have no idea how tempted I was to give my dog three dots of computers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, two successes on my intelligence occult and my eyes are active. Okay, yeah. So Sean and Astrid, this isn't familiar to you. Eamon, there's something in the back of your mind that is this mist is something bad, obviously, but it's something in particular and you can't think of what it is, but you know you remember something about it. Right, we're going to have to stay away from the openings. Keep clear windows, doors. If you give me a few minutes, I can probably... Uh, if you give me a few minutes, I can send everything away, but it'll we take have me... have a few minutes. It'll take me, like, a lot of minutes. I don't think we have that many minutes. Um... I'm gonna roll my resolve plus four to see if I can see supernatural things too. Yeah, I can. I can. I can do the casting out of witches, which will send whatever it is away. It'll send everything within twenty-five miles away. Uh, but I'm oh, sorry, uh, everything within ten miles away. But it takes me. It take each roll is ten minutes worth of prayer, and I have to hit a twenty-five. Yeah. So. That would take you the better part of a day, probably. <laughs> it would, it would, at the very, at the very least, it would take me about an hour. Or yeah, more. yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, before we start shifting everything, running the other way, we'd probably be best figuring out if Colleen's going to be affected by that or not. Bye. Is she a beastie? Fuck if we know. I'm check. Uh, uh, that's a good point. I'm I'm pulling the blanket back. <laughs> I, I, I I look over my because shoulder, Colleen. I mean, yeah. yeah. So the first the first the first thing you notice is that Colleen has started tossing and turning in her sleep. Okay. Not great, but okay. I'm rolling a resolve plus four. Eyes are on. The second, the second thing you notice is that this girl has, she's mostly normal for the most part. That's what my senior yearbook page said. <laughs> but there is, there is a core of magical essence deep within her soul that is it's like a compressed sun. It's this very bright point of light that is deep in the center of her chest that seems to be locked away. So there's about half a beat as Nina absorbs this information, goes, yep, still fuckable. Okay. Um, Isn't she only a 15? God fucking I didn't say I'm doing it. Let's let's not talk about that now. All right. If plan. You, if you need it, I can do confession here. Plan. Plan. <laughs> oh, 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 button. I've got a Believe box and everything. Me, your head would explode. How many? Um, how many of you are still looking out the window? But Paul definitely is. Paul has not looked away. Paul, so the two, the two of you begin to see eyes in the mist. We need plans. 
pairs of eyes. Are they Irish eyes that are smiling? <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, okay. Do I just my 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 uh, Saint Luke is active? What do I see? Is it, is it just eyes, or I should see the true form of whatever it is? You see eyes. These pinpricks of crimson darkness in the mist and you begin to see the faint shapes of owls as you focus on them just these shapes of shadows that take on the form of owls ever so fleetingly for a moment one might one might one call it a court of never mind um, <laughs> so we need a plan well, i've got a bad one Whatever your pawn is, I hope it accounts for the fact that there are a bunch of fuck-off red-eyed glowing owls in the, in the mist outside. It does. Good. Because there um, are. <laughs> who, in this, who in this apartment most closely approximates uh, Colleen's stature? I point... Including my... No, I'm, I'm not... I'm asking our storyteller. Oh. Um, including myself. The closest person in height uh, is probably... True. I mean, I'm fairly short. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, actually, Drew's probably the closest person Jordan. in height to Colleen. All right. All right. So my plan is... Like I said, I, I acknowledge before you start throwing out your criticisms, it's not a good one. But my plan is I gra grab Drew, Drew dressed approximates in as much as possible, calling, we make a break for it in the car. I'm assuming they come after us. You guys get her somewhere else. And we lead them on a merry chase. My only problem with that really is that it's very likely they're hunting her in a supernatural manner. I'm not saying that it's... That, uh, no, no, I understand. I understand. I'm just pointing it absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> they very well might be. Uh, but there's a good wrong. chance I, they aren't, too. I applaud the bravery of the suggestion. I really do. But I just... I it's better than trying to trying there, to do a big firefight here. There is something I'd like to try. It'll take me about five minutes in the in the process of which you guys could get that plan ready or any other plans. Okay. I guess I better go wake up. So am I stealing her clothes or do we have other clothes? I think I have clothes that look like the kind of clothes that Colleen wears. I hand... Drew says, sort of sticking in his head out of the... Uh, out oh, of good, the... you're awake. I hand Eamon the Winchester. Cover, Takes me, it. cover me, please. You know I'm shite with this thing. And I'm going to go outside. Paul. Yes. As everyone is preparing for this plan, and as you're just sort of keeping your eyes locked on the outside, oh, just sort of watching these shapes moving in the mist. Yep. As you watch, you begin to see more definitive shapes begin to shamble through the mist. 
a pair of small humanoid shapes. Oh, we've got company with a bit more definition coming. Um, as what, go ahead, sorry. One of one of the one of the owls sort of flutters down to a lower point and stares directly at you, Paul, as it sort of ember-like eyes stare into your own and it issues this screech that sort of echoes through the night and as it does one of these shapes walks through it and is revealed as you see a little girl probably wasn't more than 11 in a tattered worn yellow dress of short brown hair, pale skin that seems to be decaying as if long dead. And the recognition immediately sets into you that you're looking at Emma. Yeah. Um, and the other one? A small boy of about eight in similar state of dishevelment of dress and paleness and rotting of skin. So, as they shamble towards the building. All right. You, I, um, do, I, do I need to make a roll for my reaction here or? It's up to you. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think he's seen enough shit in general that his reaction at this point is just sort of muttering, bastards. Um, and um, who else is looking out the window? Is it well, just Paul? You would have just seen because this would have would have been happening at the moment. Uh, I've gone outside. Okay. Um, and William, I'm gonna need you. You're gonna have to make a ruling on what this does because I don't know what this does with this particular creature, and neither does Sean. He's just trying it to buy some time. Uh, I go outside, and I begin reciting the, the Vade Retro Satana to see if I can exercise, banish, or repel, or in any other way abjure the creatures outside. Uh, it, serves, it, it, it serves as an abjuration and exorcism action, which I am pointed to pages 213 and 214 in the World of Darkness rulebook as to what this, as to how this works. Um, and basically, I'm just, I go out there and I chant for five minutes while rolling some dice. Uh, was that, um, was that from the... No, that's from uh, the core book. Conspiracies? That's from that the core book? book. It's on page 163 of the core book. Resolve plus composure plus benediction. I am trying to exercise these demons. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, or spirits or ghosts. Maybe you can make the disguise roll depending on what a disguise roll is. Well, no, it, it's targeted. It's not like uh, it, it's 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 targeted at a at entities. Oh, I'm not trying right. to exercise no, you or the dog. No, that's not what I was talking about. I was no. trying to figure out. I was looking through the world of darkness rules for disguising yourself as someone else. And I think they're complicated, but I also can't really find specific rules. I'll get those for you, Aaron. Thank you. 
I got three successes, whatever that means in context of this mechanic that I haven't fully explored. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait to see if this if this does anything to what I'm seeing. Before uh, I uh, abjurations, uh, ab like successes on abjurations say your character's faith and capability drives the ghost from his vicinity. The ghost is forced to dematerialize and cannot manifest again within the character's line of sight until the following day. And exorcisms say... Uh, your character or the ghost has energy and determination. Your opponent loses one willpower point if you get the most successes. Like it's it's, it's after a five minutes of chanting. Yeah, it's a contest of wills between me and the thing and the entity. So I'm not certain how it's going to play out with these particular creatures, but I'm trying it to, at the very least, buy some time for them to enact this plan. That I imagine it's, I, I see it going like this. Chant, 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 chant. 17,000 arrows come out of the mist. <laughs> that, that may, that's why I gave Eamon a and gun and said, cover American me. gods. <laughs> but I am out there in my loud voice going, Croxanti sit me he looks, Nundraco sit me he looks, Vade retro satana, Nunquam suade mi hivana, Sunt malaque libas, Ipse venina bibas. While getting dressed, over and over. Yeah, well inside the house. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, get I mean, all your clothes off and wear this. Yeah, whatever. What? On the bright side, you can legitimately say we were drunk and it seemed like a good idea when someone asks you about the strange ritualistic noises. Oh, you! I like. I like that you think that that would be considered out of the ordinary around here. No, I assume that you conduct many rituals of a more disgusting nature. Oh, we're going to put a pin in that one. Um, how many pins are you putting in how many subjects tonight? There's a lot of pins. It's like the third one because already. Because we haven't had time for a We have a voodoo doll of the conversations we want to have. <laughs> we haven't had time for a fucking conversation since the moment we met. <laughs> where, where is Eamon in relation to... Uh, to Paul right now. Uh, Eamon's probably at the next window over. <laughs> okay. Paul Paul looks over at him and says, uh, voice a little shaky, and says, Eamon, I've got to ask, do you see little girl and little boy? So if Eamon was in a position to see those two figures walking out of the fogs, <laughs> given that his eyes are active now too, what would he have be seeing? The exact same. Hi, we've got a pair of wee biters down there. It looks like whatever these ghosty owl demons are puppeteering them a bit. And seems like they're already dead, though, so I'm going to have a slightly less problem putting some bullets in their heads. <laughs> Paul, Paul pauses and says, Well, anything you know about these these owls chance they're illusions something to that sort hey uh there's a there's a phrase that you've been using around on the streets these parts that i've been hearing bad fucking customers yeah amen those are my kids and there's a pause hmm? 
Uh, you're saying they look like him, or? Paul, Paul pauses a moment and says, hold on. I'm saying it's 2018. And he pulls out his cell phone and calls home. <laughs> yeah. Your phone has no signal. Paul, Come on, Paul, fuck. Paul stares at the phone and says, that's about fucking right. Try the yeah. Wi-Fi. Um, Don't have it, sadly. Right. Um... And as the, as the chanting is going on, by the way, it seems to reverberate through this mist, but as much as it seems to impact, the mist seems to swell back as if the battle is not being won. But does it seem like it's having an effect? It's definitely doing something. I will. It might not be doing what you want it to do, but it's doing something. I will continue to chant my fucking lungs out until they're out of that building or they're gone. <laughs> uh, William, question. As I'm getting dressed, one, do I need to make a roll for how convincing that is? And two, uh, can I make like an occult roll for how something like this might be dispelled or canceled or how long these things tend to last? Yes to the second one. Uh, Jack, I believe you were looking for disguise rules. Uh, I put the disguise rules into the roll to 20 chat. <clears throat> Just there you go. Wits and, wits and subterfuge and equipment on Drew's part versus yeah. wits and subterfuge of whoever Drew is trying to deceive. Um, it is tested action. <laughs> It is worth mentioning that included along with it is a hoodie because we are hiding your head. Yep. Um, uh, do we have any bonus for equipment or no? Uh, not really. You're not. You're, you're no bonus for equipment when the cis guy tries to pass as someone. Oh God, Drew is twenty nine. So it's more that it's more that you have basic clothing and not really any like makeup or real supplies to forge a disguise. I was making a joke. Just for reference, hoodie, probably like, I don't know, cut off jeans. Okay. Something ridiculously inappropriate for poor Drew. Um, Important, I mean, the t-shirt is something that Drew actually owns from the character art. But like, question, anything that has explicitly satanic imagery? No, not in this Okay, good. It doesn't really- might have derailed things. Yeah, no, not in this case. Um, And I mean, generally the idea is going to be, you're gonna get, you're gonna get dressed up, hood over in sort of a protective way. And then I will be like, are out protective running towards mm. the car. I yep. will be selling most of the fact that this is the person that you want, guys. Um, oh, so, wait, that's that's the wrong character sheet. William, my dog does not need to make a disguise roll uh, uh, because my dog is staying here. Um, counterpoint, I think your dog definitely needs to make a disguise roll. <laughs> Just because I want to see that. Okay. Uh, Give me a second. William, get a little, get a little hat. Each roll of the each roll of the exorcism is five, five minutes. It's five yeah. minutes. So let me know when I can make another roll if it yeah. becomes relevant. 
This is this is all happening very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I I imagine that I can change pretty quickly given my upbringing. One um, success to look like a different kind of dog. I, <laughs> um. Um. So as as this is happening. And as you're chanting, you begin to see more shapes, more humanoid shapes beginning to st- to walk through the mist. And once 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 Drew's all dressed up. All right, I'm gonna need somebody to give us some cover fire, specifically at uh, you know, uh, looking like it's protective of us to sell as, this fact. And as, we're going for my my. Bike. As the as the right group, as the group of you begin to um, gather around the door to try and see what you're going to do, try to get out. The mist has completely obscured your view of the road. You can't see more than like a foot into the mist. But stepping out of it is a dozen, maybe two dozen walking corpses, each in various states of decay, with a handful that seemed to be of note. Uh, Eamon and Sean, you recognize a few robed figures in, in the garb of a priest who you remember from back home in Ireland. Um... People that you knew, but not particularly well. Um, but two of you recognize very distinct individuals. Um, <clears throat> Astrid, you see a more well-preserved body, as if this is as decaying as it's going to get, as a tall, lean male with sort of lengthy brown hair, a very neatly trimmed goatee, shambles out from the mist, his eyes glowing red and yet seeming to be shaped like an owl's, as all of these corpses seem to have the eyes of owls. But this one is noteworthy because of the distinctive leather jacket that it wears and the cavalcade of tattoos that stretch across his face with the distinctive love-hate on the two knuckles of the hands that are slowly clenching and unclenching from claws as this pale, well-preserved corpse of a man that you recognize as a man that you never thought you would see again, at least not in life. Shambles out from the mist. Drew. You see a man that you knew you would never see again. A man who burnt to death, to ashes in a gas station those hollow eyes that seem to have seen too much now replaced with the eyes of owls as he slowly marches out from the mist but there he is there is Jonah 
Oh. As he makes his way towards the building. <sighs> Nina. You see two people that you recognize. Not that it really meant as much to you because Emil and Petra already distanced themselves from your life, but you recognize them <laughs> rotting, decaying as they march from the mist. Nina reaches out, grabs, uh, grabs the gun from Paul, goes to the window, bam, bam, that feels better. Let's go. <laughs> If any of them are getting even remotely close to where to where Sean is standing, Eamon's going to be trying to put bullets in him. Uh, everyone can go ahead and roll me gun attacks if they want to. I don't think I can attack while while chanting. So, who who did Nina attack? The two that she recognized? Yes. Okay. As soon as Nina's got that out of her system, we're going. <laughs> I graze one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not up there firing with my 17 dice. <laughs> as a- I'm as down Eamon, here praying. <laughs> as Eamon grabs the Winchester that Sean had left as he went out to go and pray and pulls it up and fires, it clips across the shoulder of who are you aiming at? Oh, wait, hang on a second. I didn't have any damage in there. Hang on a second. I need okay. to re-roll that. Go ahead. Who are you aiming at? There we go. That's oh, what I like it. Um, uh, probably one of those priests. <laughs> yeah. As it clips across the shoulder of one of the priests, it sends their arms sinking out to the side, completely dislocated, but it continues to slowly lurch forward. As everyone else's shots seem to either just aim wide or don't even seem to have any impact on the forms that they're striking. As they see more of these owls begin to coalesce in the mist behind these bodies that begin to march, that proceed to march forward. It's going to be difficult to try and push past them. They're sort of surrounding the, what would be your path to the vehicle. We know where the vehicles are though, right? Vaguely, but you can't see, like I said, more than a foot in front of you in the mist. Clear me a goddamn path. Paul, Paul kind of um, reaches out and grabs unsteadily at, 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 at Nina as, as she's moving forward and said, oh, you, you, you recognize some of them too, right? Which one's Nina? Oh, yeah, it's my parents. Let's go. Oh, I fucking hate these things. All right, yeah. Um, okay. Um, and and he, he just is following her. Okay, change of plans. I'll stay back. Uh, following her because she, she's heading out the door. The plan was I'm leaving with, with, with fake Colleen and hopefully pulling some away to give you guys to get a chance to get real Colleen away. Yeah, but you took the gun that I had to cover. Oh, me. no, I handed it back. <laughs> oh, okay. I missed that part. Okay. Sorry. Yes, I handed it back. Okay. All right. I mean, um, it was my gun originally anyways. I was just... Yeah, I know. But, but I mean, my point is, with, <laughs> yeah. without the gun, I'm standing in the window going, pew, pew. No, legit. 
I mean, you could always you 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 could always 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 wake up. One of us can buy you a black market gun later. I right have, now, we have a thing we're doing. I have four guns. Just <laughs> no, it was just it was just uh, as far as what he had. I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. rather I'd rather provide covering fire with the gun than harsh yeah. language. So legit. Uh, um, okay, yeah. Then then I think he will he will go ahead. Not at the two that look like his kids, but at the other shambling hulks. He will open fire. I will continue to pray harder. We're mostly concerned about the ones that are between us and the car. I got one. If those happen to be if those happen to be small and filial, shoot away. Suck it up. Anyways. The 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 autoloader clicks across and slams into the shoulder of that perfectly well-preserved corpse that sort of leans back as some of the tattoos across its body begin to glow faintly. And yeah, I am, like I said, uh, to, to sort of obscure Colleen's identity somewhat, but make it clear, this is somebody that somebody is willing to jump out into a group of monsters to try and protect and get away with. So is anybody staying up in the apartment currently, or are we all headed to the you cars? And you, Paul, Astrid, and Colleen Only are staying up in the apartment. people who are yeah. okay. out right now are the two. You just wanted to make sure yeah. I had that. Right. The only people yeah. who are outside are me praying and those two running. Okay. Yep. Well, Jesus, my actual door just popped open, so <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to have a heart attack and close it. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, it's five minutes past yet. <laughs> nope, this is all. <laughs> all right, all right. Minutes are long, man. They are, but they had to get dressed and then get freaked out and then... <laughs> I mean, I feel like the freaked out is happening concurrently to the we're already headed out the door and running. Yeah. yeah. So as you all attempt to head out the door... Um, the two of you, yeah. Y'all um, still, y'all can still be two. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> as as the two of you attempt to push through, um, immediately, Emil, Petra, Jonah, and what you recognize as a couple of the members of Underrated Anarchy. Now that you look again, oh, good, more people for me to shoot begin to shamble in your way and begin to block your path. If I could shoot while praying, I would, but I... Yes, you've, you've made your choice of actions, yep. we understand. I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm hopeful that, that, that those at an elevated, at a somewhat elevated position at this point... So. The rest, the rest of you see the particular are... corpses begin to shamble into the way of the the group that is escaping. As Astrid, you see that your brother is just about at your window, walking straight towards you. I thought the apartment was at like a second story. Correct. Yeah, the apartment is, but those of you who are trying to get out the door and those of you who are covering... Yes, there is... Yeah stairs and yeah and at your window he's just about right below you she's gonna aim for the head and shoot roll me an attack 
If you're headshotting, that's usually a minus three, right? He's, she's got elevation. It's just firing okay. down. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Two damage. Did you not put in your firearm skill? Because I'm pretty certain you have some. I think I do. Hold on. Because oh. you're rolling as if you have no dots in firearms. Yeah. I know that I had... I, I don't know where the original character sheet is that we worked on together. I know you I had, had, at least had three. Dots. I think you might have had four. Okay. Go with three for right now until you can find your character sheet. Okay. And then an extra one because I know you had a you had a revolver specialty. So you get to add the extra one die for your specialty. Okay. Four damage. So as you just aim down with the revolver and fire, uh, the the shot connects square in the forehead as the head jerks back and leans back forward again as it look as it locks eyes with you. Those owl-like orbs staring back up as more of these tattoos across this individual's form begin to light up ever so faintly, as if reflecting light. Well, that's a bit disconcerting now, love, isn't it? As it puts a hand on the wall and begins to climb. From where he's standing, what's Eamon's view of Nina and Drew making their way to the car? You can see that they're out the door. Um, There's a group of five or six of them that are currently in their way towards the car. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna start hitting legs. Roman attack. All right. Is he at the standard minus two for legs? Minus one for elevation. Okay. I get a kneecap. (laughs) Your shot. Graces across the, like, slams into the knee of one of these individuals, then the knee buckles for just a second, and then it straightens back up. I don't like how little tissue damage these fuckers are taking. And he'll keep firing whenever it's his turn. As Paul will do, we'll do the same. Paul, go ahead and make another shot. One damage as well. I'll try to hit the same one that that uh, Eamon just shot. A center mass, just a bullet clips into their chest and they stumble backwards and continue to move forward. As Emil reaches for you and attempts to uh, strike at you, uh, Nina. Okay. What is your defense? Uh, probably two. Hold on. Okay. Uh- did I ever get that occult roll for how to potentially? Uh, did you make us? that? Did, did you make that one? I'm sorry, I missed it. If you did, I, I never got like if. I, I, yes, I, you can. I I, th- I had said yes, you can, and then I believe Jack was looking up the rules, but that might have been lost. Right. I assume intelligence and occult. Yeah. Uh, you said you said it was. You said it was two. Yes. Yeah. Three successes. Three successes. Um.
if this isn't just a group of monsters approaching, which it doesn't seem like it is because of the odd circumstances, you suspect that the summoning is being channeled, which would imply that whenever what is caught, whatever is causing it is disturbed, it might disperse. Um, or attempting to dispel it with more powerful force than whatever is calling it, but that seems more difficult. Um, I'll try and keep as much of an eye as I can, which is rather limited out as we're heading forward. Um, so you take one point of bludgeoning damage, Nina, as, okay. as Emil slams a fist across your torso very sort of just haphazardly, almost like a flailing limb. Is that, is that a noticeable impact? Yeah. Okay. Always hoping they were, they were completely illusions. <laughs> um, who's still in the building at this point? Paul is. Paul, uh, Paul, Astrid, and Eamon, mm -hmm. and um, Colleen. Uh, Paul, would you like to roll me a wits and composure? As the uh, one probably not, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I almost rolled gun. Um, <laughs> I will roll my wits gun to composure. Speak. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Holy indeed, shit. motherfuckers! That's Boom. Uh, wow. So as you're as you're trying to focus on anything but the sight of your two children down below, um, you hear a noise on the corner of your senses and turn, and you see that um, Colleen has broken out into a cold sweat and is rapidly tossing and turning in the in, and has actually rolled herself off of the couch and is now on the floor. Ah. Um. Okay, uh, Paul will turn to, again, who's closest? Eamon still? Eamon's closest, yeah. Um, Paul will turn to Eamon and, says, uh, uh, and say, I don't think I'm being much help with the shooting. You mind covering him? I'm going to go see if she's all right. And um, we'll wait for confirmation from Eamon. Whose immediate response is, uh, you might want to wake her the fuck up in case Magic Dream Girl is the reason these fucking things are here, and maybe she wakes up, they'll go away. Um, Paul Paul nods and says, yeah, uh, certainly on my list of things to try. Um, and we'll go over and um, I guess first, probably like you you would you would touch the the knob on a door that you're not sure if there's a fire on the other side. Right. The back of his hand to her forehead. Um, and then assuming she's not literally burning up. Um, we'll try. No, she's, to, she's just in a cold sweat. Okay. We'll try to gently wake her up then. Um, roll me. Uh, what is it? What role <laughs> is it to make sure that your head doesn't spontaneously explode? Uh, that's usually dexterity and athletics to kind of get a good grip and hold it all together. No, to make sure your head. Oh. Um, roll me. Usually revolving composure. No, I'm just trying to see how we would attempt to wake someone up. No. Um. 
strength and athletics. Aaron. <laughs> saying, Dexterity you... and brawl. Fire, <laughs> firearms attack. Yeah. How, are you yes. att- how are you attempting to wake her up? Gently at first, because if she's, Paul's thinking at least is, if she is any way tied to this. or Are you, are you just trying to like gently shake her awake or... Or you start yeah, like, trying to talk to her? I think, I, I mean, a combination of those two things, um, sort of in the, in the um, we don't want to be late for school tone of voice. I mean, she like, has, it is worth mentioning, she has not woken up after several gunshots have been fired in her immediate vicinity. So perhaps a, hey, hey, honey, it's time to wake up is perhaps not the best idea. I, I, to be Craig, fair. As a player, I, Craig, as a player, hear you. I know. I know. It is is it is very nervous about doing something like that <laughs> to someone he is increasingly certain is an arcane powder keg. And so and Jack, as a human being, would like to tell you that it is possible to sleep through gunfire in the next room. I grew oh, up in it, the mountains. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roll me manipulation and expression. Okay. The question is then if a soft voice is going to wake you up, and I guess it depends on the specific kind of neighborhood you lived in. Well, there's, there's, well, like, I can sleep through gunshots, but if my son starts crawling on the bed, I wake up instantly. That's it's, reasonable. It's, a, it's, a, it's what you're tuned to. One success. All right, let's see how deeply she's asleep. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and it really is that sort of... Um, Colleen, hey, Colleen, sorry. Um, we've, got, we've got a little bit of a situation. Might want to oh. and, I mean, and, and again, I know as a player how that comes across. Paul is very nervous. No, no. He's hey, very hey, kid. hey, kid, we, we, we can't be late for the demon elves. That is the most you know, British right. thing that could possibly have happened yeah. in this instance. Sorry. Um, we have a little bit of a situation. Um, sorry to disturb you. I can wake up. So um, with... With four zeros and three ones, or sorry, with with four nothings and three ones in the die in the die roll. Damn, that was amazing. Um, as you proceed to gently wake her up, something snaps and she bolts upright and screams. As um, she screams, it sort of echoes and shatters all of the sound that is building throughout this area, which was still eerily silent, but there was just a slow, this low moan, this hooting noise building. All of that shatters underneath her scream as almost as, as if underneath the sound passing over it, everything turns to mist and vanishes. The zombies, the owls, the fog itself just drifts away. The wounds? Nope, you still took one bludgeoning damage. I had to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Standing And we all sit up, still in the apartment, right? No. Okay. (laughs) Paul Paul breathes out a long, slow sigh and sort of sits back um, on, on, I think before now he was kind of crouching and he sort of of sits back onto his ass. and, And just tries to catch his breath and looks and sees what Colleen is doing now. Is she still screaming? Uh, she had a, she had a, like a several seconds long scream. Um, 
and now is just kind of looking around, kind of wild-eyed and hyperventilating a bit. Um, Paul, Paul, I think will say, so did any of the monks ever mention to you that you have some absolutely fucking awful night terrors? <laughs> Meanwhile, outside. I mean, with the context we have, we heard a scream, yeah. everything dissipated for a second. I'm still like, we're still heading for the car. I look around. Everything's gone. I look at my cross. I briefly consider continuing the charade just because it would be funny. Um, I think, I, Hello? I, yeah, okay. I, I, I think Paul will then sort of stumble over to the window um, and uh, see if he can see anybody outside now that the fog is gone. <laughs> and after you stumble over to the window, she seems to have processed what you said to her and she sort of looks over... You wonder why I drug myself. Uh, not strong enough, apparently, tonight. Uh, I look up at the window, I, or over at the other two out in the parking lot with me. I just hold up the cross and then hold up a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally let go of Drew. Astra just crumples to the floor. Um, Aiming heads for Astrid, then. All right. False alarm, folks. Uh, Everybody good. back in the house. And back inside. Yeah, Paul, Paul will sort of wave to everybody but, and then turn back around and see what Colleen is doing. Is she like, okay now? Or is she... She's rattled? she's winding down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right there, Miss Ashwin. Colleen, babe, if you really... I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm annoyed because... I got to do some very therapeutic things there, but maybe next time, if you're if you know that your dreams manifest physical things, maybe maybe explain that to the, your protectors. Paul nods and says, "I." I, I I just had to look at uh, undead visions of my kids, so not my favorite vacation night so far. Drew had to dress up as you. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's that's definitely worse. That's girl. just uh, that's almost worse. Colleen looks over at Drew. <laughs> that's what you think I look like? No, no. That's what I have. Three minutes. You, somebody who approximates your Would book. you prefer it be him? I honestly cannot see. Paul, I think, raises his voice for the first time that anyone has heard it and says, could we please focus on the fucking zombie-making owls for a moment? I what mean, they're was gone. that? But yes. Uh, I've got no idea. I think somebody does. Honestly, yeah, I really... My hunt specialty is kind of dreams and dream-related things. Do I... Get a roll on this? Yes, but I think this will be particularly difficult. That's fair. Uh, mostly I'm going on inference, but uh, intelligence and occult? Or yes, yes intelligence and occult. I, I really, really don't. Uh, with two successes, 
There's a lot of things that manifest from dreams. Those are not anything you're familiar with. Um, I really don't know what happens during that. All I know is that the nightmare that's been around me for the past while uh, has been shapes and eyes in mist, owls on the trees, and things that walk the dead walking. That how you got away from the vampires? I just wanted to leave and started walking. And valid desire. Eventually managed to make my way out. I barely remember how I got out. I don't remember a lot of it. Well, you're fine. Nobody who owns the place where you're sleeping is mad. Can't speak for anyone else, but... That's a very very specific set of uh, qualifiers on that statement. Well, I'm not going (laughs) to speak for the rest of you. I appreciate that, and honestly, that's why I self-medicate, she says questioningly, but apparently not a strong enough dose tonight. Oh, if you are if you are drugs to the point that you can't dream, I can I can hook you up as far as that goes. Or I can get. I don't have them currently because dreams are useful for me, but I can definitely get them. Um, usually, usually once I wake up, it doesn't happen again in the same night. But I'm probably not going to sleep. I'm probably not going to sleep again just to be safe. Look, uh, it's probably not even a concern of yours at this point, but. I, I'm not mad either. I'm just disappointed. No, I, I'm not <laughs> mad. <laughs> but please, you need to tell us if there are other concerns like this that might happen again or anything else that we should know about. Look, just because if it were to happen again, next time we could just wake you up before we yeah. open fire and any, anything else happens. I mean, we're about to send some of our group driving off into the mist, and I'm sure that would have been an absolute awesome an evening. So if you know probably have anything worked. else that we might encounter while we're trying to help you, while we're around you, it's fine. All of us have things going on. All of us have been touched in, in, in some way by the supernatural. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to demonize you. Sorry, he looks over at um, uh, in in Drew's direction. Sorry, take your points, and I'll make mine. But but we we just we need to know what to expect. I wish I could tell you what to expect. The monks never explained anything to me about what these things that happen around me are or what causes them. I just know that when I get stressed or frightened or when I particularly need something or things happen around me and I don't know how or why or what drives it, but... Hey, we bit of a question for you, Miss Colleen, if you don't mind. Are you looking to get back 
with the monks. Did you feel safer there, or are you looking for something else entirely? I was safe, maybe, but at the same time, starved. Sounds like a no to me. Um, I have a question. When you say they didn't really tell you anything, do you get the do you get the impression that was because they didn't know, or that they knew and didn't want to tell because insert apocalyptic reason here or selfish reason here or whatever the case? I I definitely think they knew something at the very least. I don't know if they knew everything, but they didn't. They definitely didn't want to tell me something. Hey, Paul. Yeah, Nina. Didn't you... Wait a minute, that may have been out of character. I don't remember. No, 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 you did say something about... Uh, didn't you say you, 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 you know some mysticky types or deal with mysticky types or something like that? Uh, well, more on the um, mystical items, although the, the Aegis in general uh, certainly is... Uh, handles its fair share of, of mages and wizards, warlocks, whatever you want to call them. Sounds like we need to talk to some mystic-y types. But there's another conversation I think needs to happen first, and uh, Eamon, Eamon puts a hand on Paul's shoulder. Call your family. Set your mind at ease. We'll be here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's decompressed time, for sure. Um... Paul smiles crookedly and reaches up and kind of squeezes Eamon's hand on his shoulder and says, yeah, let's see if we've got signal again. Um, excuse me. Uh, Drew, you finished in the back room? For You're a moment. Muted. You're muted. I'll sort of wave off Paul with a, yeah, go ahead. Um, he's going to step That's... back there and call home. That's mighty good, actually, because uh, Drew, I need to have a word with you, lad. And what a coincidence! As as you go over and make the phone call, your wife picks up. She's it's morning around around that area, so uh, she's sort of just waking up, sort of just having her morning tea. Um, uh, you have a quick conversation with her. She she tells you the kids are fine. They just went off to school. Um, uh, thanks, love. Uh, Laura, when I get home, give him an extra hug from me. Of course. All right. Be home soon. Uh, trips, uh, you know how these American art dealers are. Uh, of course. It's uh, maybe a little bit more complicated, but uh, we'll wrap it up and uh, I'll be home soon as I can. Well, stay safe, dear. I love you. Uh, you know me. Travelers checks in boring hotels. <laughs> oh, I think it's a little more adventurous than that at times. I know you. Um, he smiles and says, all right, see you soon. Love you. Love and, you too. Uh, and hangs up. Alice isn't dead reference here. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile. As, yeah. 
um, I, and then he'll he'll come out and rejoin the group. But I would assume that whatever. That, yeah, it'll be it'll be a few minutes. Yeah. 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 You mind stepping out into the just outside the front door with me for a minute? Uh-huh. And looks down at at the rock girl dressing I'm still wearing. I want to be yeah. clear. Cut off sure. jean shorts. <laughs> rock girl aesthetic. I apologize. Yes. There wasn't time for nylons, but it's fine. We're on it. We're on a time frame. Next time you have to pretend to be Colleen, it will look much more realistic. So uh, right until I plan and my face into a lamppost because you can see I can't. <laughs> I, yeah. So I've been noticing you're, shall we say, a bit less than comfortable. What's your issue with our van? Um, okay, so because it was kind of glossed over in the joke, who came out? It was Eamon was trying to take Drew and only Drew outside. Yeah, Nina's not Nina's not gonna follow. She's just gonna wait until this conversation is done. Let Eamon walk inside. Okay, I'm being <laughs> body blocked. That was what I needed to know. <laughs> I, well, um, it, have you worked with? Uh, my Maleficara before? Not me personally, no. Well, uh, many of us, we have things about stuff like most like well, we're not uh, okay, I, I don't know a ton about, but mostly folks, Astrid, Nina, you, your brother, Paul, I guess, it, it, most folks like us, like you, get caught up in this one way or the other and and sort of end up in this as a thing that happened in your lives. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it, it's not really like that for us. We're a little more tied into it. We're... <sighs> We're human, but we're not, I guess you could say that I don't shoot firebolts with the force of my prayer. I shoot firebolts with the force of what I sort of already am. So, oh, my, my teachers uh, told me about bloodlines for certain. Yeah, so uh, 
you you might understand given that the thing I can summon with my you you said bloodline that that fits um is hellfire I might have holy ground church vans um I I would be rather disappointed if you didn't notice the hell dog. Uh, um, yeah, not quite an option for me. I don't have a problem with you or churches. I um so <clears throat> what you're saying is that based on your lineage gives you an affinity for things that most people would consider to be a bit on the opposite end of the spectrum from a brother and me and you're worried you're gonna break our van i, I i'm more worried your van is going to light me up on holy fire. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, while the wording and consecration of areas is definitely something that the, uh, the Malleus has, has a bit of, bit of expertise in. Um, yeah, we're not going to fuck you up because you got in our van. No, it's not. Uh, it's more... And if you're worried about the van being itself innately consecrated, let me tell you, most of the things that have happened in that are decidedly unholy. Yeah, I've gathered you take uh, whatever tenants you take quite loosely. Um, (sighs) And sure, maybe you can't set foot inside the bounds of Our Lady of Lords, but Drew, it's a fucking van. Wait, back back up half a step. You, you actually call call it that? <laughs> Amazing. Um, what I'm saying is, it's a vehicle like unto any other, and while its purposes might be a bit beyond the scope of most other transit vehicles that operate within the bounds of this metropolitan area at large. Um, Yeah, we'd have to do some serious work to make it so that it would give you less than a comfortable ride from place to place. And... Yeah, yeah, I I, I do understand that there is nothing mystical or sim symbolically well I do understand that your van is not (sighs) the van of God (laughs) (laughs) the van of God already established it's a fucking no it's the van it's the man of Maria I get the cult element of of that I We've all got our uh, peculiarities in that direction. Hi, it's just that my brother and I are sort of by dint of the fact that we've got this 
big fucking vehicle, sort of the de facto uh, transit organizers of our own little group that we've got here. And I'm just trying to see what's going to make, what's going to work best for you. I, I could buy a car. I just can't, shouldn't, I legally can't also shouldn't oh I, yo, no i'm not planning on I'm, I'm thinking having you behind the wheel is going to be uh going to be a, a definitely a, a last resort sort of thing any day of the week um i'm just if everybody can fit in one vehicle that's grand if you need additional accommodations to make it so that the van works for you we'll do whatever we can but it's not gonna light you on fire not intentionally, anyways. <laughs> There's nothing consecrated about our fucking van. No, but if it flips over <laughs> and explodes, it may... <laughs> well, okay, yeah. yeah. We get in very GTA situations. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a mutual understanding we're working with. If we accidentally drive into an oil refinery, we can't make any guarantees there. At some point, the van explodes because a bomb was put under it. And the last thing Damon <laughs> remembers is Drew screaming, You lied to me! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there so that we're not leaving your your arse on the side of the road anymore. Fine. Sure. All right, well, if there's anything you know, just let me give, give me a shout. Yep. I start to head back inside, and I yeah, while, while that conversation had been going on, yeah. yep, and while the other conversation had been going on, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna head over. I'm gonna grab a bottle off of the table, walk over to where Astrid. I think it was sitting down on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Had you moved at all? <laughs> no. Walk over, lean against the wall, slide down, and hand the bottle over to Astrid. <laughs> She'll take. She'll take it. Thank you. How you doing, love? I'll be okay. She just starts downing the bottle. Well, if you if you drink like that, you certainly will be after a while. So. I was down on the ground, sort of chanting at the wind the whole time, didn't actually see everything that was going on. What the fuck happened? Did you not see the people? I was most... Uh, you, you, when you're out there, it was really like only like a foot ahead of you, you could see in the fog. Okay. There, the owls were casting images of people that all of us knew. Ah. That would be why the gunfire was a little bit sporadic, and in not, yes. the right, correct, not in the right direction. I believe two of them were Paul's children. Oh, that would suck. How'd you get on? We made it through. Reach over, just sort of like pat your knee. Well, if you ever need confession, I've got a portable box out in the van. And it'll oh. give you a grin. Don't think I'm that desperate, but thank you. Eh, always a good listener. And I will reach into my bag, pull out a separate bottle, uncork it, and drink right next to you. 
Hold up the hold up the cross. It was working a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I will just sit there and drink next to Astrid while everyone else has much more deeper conversations. <laughs> uh, Colleen, meanwhile, over on the couch, has pulled from her bag this long string of like dark wooden prayer beads that are in a, this sort of necklace shape and sort of sticks one hand through the combination of the other hand and twists and forms kind of a loop of the of the two prayer beads so that her hands are sort of like semi-bound sort of by the beads and just kind of holds her hands together and just closes her eyes and presses her presses her fist to her forehead and just starts to mutter under her breath as a the, ha, as a half trained person of the cloth do i recognize that uh it's more oriental. It's not really a. It's not really like a um, uh, European religion style of thing. So probably not. I just take note of that. I'm not going to interrupt her. Huh. Okay. Whatever works. And basically, Nina is just sort of has grabbed a ball and is just sort of pacing, waiting for the door to open. It starts. At which point, the door begins to open. Ava gets grabbed, yanked inside, the door shuts. With me outside. So, and Eamon outside, too, because he was behind. <laughs> the, goal, right? the, goal, the goal is for Nina to switch places. I, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I see what you, you mean. Yep. Inside. Oh, you yanked me inside. Okay, yes. sorry. I lost that. Eamon, okay. we're not hey. lost. Aimed out right. because it did, it, 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 that would it, be me. It did sound like it did sound like you said Aaron, and that was where the confusion arrived. Sorry, I got mixed up. No, no, okay. Because of Eberron, I, I always character use character names. Yeah. Actual name sounds like someone. Yeah. It's fine. Always use character names. Right. Yeah. Unless I don't unless for some reason I don't recall at that moment. And then I just say whatever your character name is, John. I raise, a, um, I raise a glass to yes. and as he gets yanked in and starts singing part so was like, you and door slams. Sup? Uh, hi. What's your deal? I'm 29. I don't look particularly 16 to her own summoned hallucinations. Yeah, I was working with what I had. That's not what I'm talking about. I, I'm not Swiggle. really the person to negotiate with. Um, also not what I'm talking about. You can dance around it or we can just get it right to what's your deal? Let's see. You've been snarky and bitchy to me this whole time. And I'm a pretty decent, easygoing person. But. Looking for a particular role, Aaron? I was trying to fight with the character sheet to let me roll it. Okay. Sorry. (coughs) 
well. <sighs> There's definitely a longer pause than there needs to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and Drew sort of You're probably still writing the same shirt, correct? Uh, yeah, that's fair to say. Okay. Just making sure I didn't miss something. Points sort of dead center on your chest. I have um, so many questions about the fact that you're that in character. I have so many questions for the fact the, uh, about the fact that you even know what's on my shirt. But I, my my vision's worse uh, close up, but oh, especially Fair enough. Um, I uh, most people don't translate occult tomes into braille or put them on audio on Audible, so I, I'm really good at guessing simple words about hellish intentions. Okay. Um, and what's the what? Yes. How much do you know about the Maleficarum? Lucifuge. Fuck. Maleficarum, Maleficarum is the Catholics. I mean, how much do I know about the Lucifuge? Um, that would be your I'm choice. Not to assume this stuff. Yeah, that'd be your choice of intelligence occult or your choice of intelligence politics. Uh, I am equally I am equally mediocre at both. Um, not an attack roll. Yeah, because the union the union doesn't have like significant ties with the Lucifuge, so this is mostly going to be. I'd say I know a decent amount. Yeah, actually. You know, you know of the Lucifuge, and you know their reputation as all of them are the spawn of Satan. Yep. You don't know how true that is, but you do know right. that that's their rep. I'd say I'm familiar. Oh, we... oh, sweetie, do you not know the difference between a Satanist and a Luciferian? I know that. I don't typically necessarily hunt people like our house guests. I, those that proclaim loyalty, allegiance, submission or otherwise to hell, hell and to the devil is. Oh my God. No, 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 no. You don't understand. That's the difference between a Satan. Well, okay. They're theistic Satanists. That is that, that, that's fair, but that's not what I am. I'm certainly not a Luciferian. Fuck Lucifer. No, no. Satanism as as most people 
in in uh, most people outside of 1980s books on this subject written by police quote unquote experts um is about uh the the breaking it is about breaking down the the uh, a corrupt system it is about recognizing the divinity within yourself and 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 so much more i could i could go on for a while but the point is i have absolutely uh, i i'm probably not much more of a fan of 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 whatever you your that whole lucifer is going on than than you are yeah so I'm not exactly when there's sort of a moment where the stutter completely drops out and Drew is looking in the approximate direction of your face, which still isn't quite dead on. Right. Um, it doesn't really matter whether or not uh, you're some s- sincere or you consider who your or professed allegiance to be a one of falsified dramatic lip service. Though those that swear are their loyal and profess as the power of hell is what and who I hunt. Yeah, Satan and Lucifer aren't even the same person in Christian mythology. That's just and a common vampires myth- aren't werewolves. That doesn't mean they're both not demons. All right, well, just to give you a little perspective here, I was the per b- 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 before b- the brief time that, that that the whole of us were together and and before y- you came around, I was the one arguing against sadism when we'd captured when, when, when we when we captured and then well we had a we had an individual brought to us by 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 the right um so you can you can take your personal misunderstanding of of my belief system that at this point I'm only going to assume is willful since I've explained it. And, and, and if you want to keep going with that, fine, but it's on you now. Like any, any amount of responsibility on me has been lifted because I've given you the education if you want to stick your fingers in your ears and go la 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 you're evil that's on you and she turns around and walks, opens up the door 
As you open the door, I've probably gotten to... A man may drink and not be drunk. A man may fight and not be slain. A man may cart a pretty girl and perhaps be welcomed back again. Oh, look, everyone's back in. Gulk. <laughs> As I've been singing the part. Yep, definitely need more. <clears throat> and, and, and Eamon is sitting next to his brother with a very long suffering look upon his face of you this has happened before <laughs> this will happen again this is my family you can't really always change that very quickly <laughs> I, I think paul is actually making it has searched around for uh for a kettle um and is making coffee or tea or whatever caffeinated nina would have in her apartment <clears throat> Alright. And yeah, she walks in, she just walks over, grabs 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 her guitar uh, and sits down and starts sort of a therapeutic thing from the looks of it, just idly playing something. And oh, for, 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 for by the window. For those for those listening, um the prayer that um Colleen has been muttering is actually in Chinese. Um, the she she's been muttering to herself in Chinese for the past little bit. I understand that prayers don't necessarily mean anything, but what does it sound like she's saying? Um, it's mostly a litany towards. It's not to any particular deity. It's mm-hmm. um a litany of self control, a reminder of self, a reaffirmation of the mind. It's. Not the exact, but you know the you know the the I will not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sort of style of Chinese affirmation of self and mental fortitude. Sort of the calling upon the self to calm and strengthen the mind. Got it. All right. So, are we uh, keeping a watch out this uh, from now on, or what? I'll keep an eye. I will. I will stay up and and keep watch. I'll can sleep. Astrid is gonna check on our uh, house guest. Is he still unconscious? He's got a stake in his chest. He's not gonna wake up until oh, you pull right. out. I forgot. Snakes are really um, useful that way. Oh, that. Um, there is a window in the bathroom. So we should cover that with a blanket. I got that. We don't want to wake up to, you know. Oh, yeah. A pile of ash. Yeah, be a pile of ash in the bathroom. That'd be difficult. Or a yeah. fire or whatever. I tend to just sort of melt away. Rage, well, if we're going to be uh, turning in for the night. Uh... If you've ever seen that, if you've ever seen that movie, uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's kind of like that, but with less fleshy bits. I'm just saying there could be other kinds of vampires. Uh, do you know every kind of vampire there is? No, but I feel like he's not a particularly unique or special kind. We're all special. No, I can't even say it. Anyways. <laughs> we're, all, um, we're all special in God's eye, Asher, whatever. What, what no, we're really not. <laughs> all right, well, I'll see y'all in the morning. And Eamon wraps up his coat, his jacket to use as a pillow, goes over, 
shoves Crowley over about six inches, lays down next to him, and goes to sleep. <laughs> I will continue leaning against the wall where I have sat down and eventually pass out mid-drink. <laughs> um, Astrid will just pass out on the floor. <laughs> Paul will, will take the watch. I, I, Nina, I know you had volunteered to do it. Paul will say, I'm probably not going to be getting any sleep. I've already got some caffeine back on board. Why don't you get some rest if you can? I'm, I mean, I'm not, probably not going to. I'm just going to, you're fine. We can, du- doubling up isn't the worst thing in the world. I'd agree with you. Um, are, are there are there views out both sides of the building or are all the windows on one side? Sorry, say that again. I said, are, are all the windows on one side of the building? Yeah, I don't imagine, like, okay, I haven't played out the exact blueprints of my uh, uh, of my condo, but um, I don't imagine it takes up the entire top of the warehouse, so there's one side okay. of window. Fair enough. So we sleep. Yep. yep. Nina writes. So, the Eventually, Colleen falls back asleep in the midst of her prayers and does not seem to be struck by any more night terrors. Um, and the night passes finally, relatively uneventfully, into morning as you all get a night's rest. If any of you are still down to willpower, that comes back. We get one. We get one back. Um, any bashing damage will be gone. <clears throat> all will will put the. Um coin over his eye to get it back. Woohoo. Yep. So when when you wake up in the morning the coin that you had left is now returned to you. Okay. Mm. Alright, so what exactly is the plan we're having? What are we doing? Um, that's a really good question. Like, are, uh, we, are we sitting here watching her until Kingdom Come? Are we going to go no. out towards Walton County and try to find ourselves a white supremacist uh, ranch-owning vampire? So here's the fun part, folks. Yeah, we need to go out there. I don't feel like we should... We should you don't generally you don't generally bring the match directly into the room full of gunpowder nah it's a good place to it's a good way to get your get your face blown off yeah you put the match in the gunpowder and you light it from a distance what i'm saying is bringing colleen to the governor's mansion she just got out of there we don't need to take her back there thank you no we also don't want her not protected. Well, I can think of a few I places that, are... that I, I have some people that I can potentially put her with, but I don't know. It's not that they wouldn't be willing, even knowing the situation. I'm a little somewhat hesitant to put her in the hands of people who aren't ridiculous. Re- ridiculously prepared for from the sounds of it every 
she she's going to be the briefcase in the money in the bank match. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, a briefcase with money. There, that's yeah, also there, a bomb. Uh, None of you really. Somebody has to. I understood that. Colleen says. God, so fuckable. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, fifteen. I'm not doing it, am I? So. No, but you're off. You're you're talking about it at a loud volume. Anyway, I've got the I've got the in the Would in the van. I if you want it, like I said. Would I, never mind. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um. So. The point is, everybody's going to be looking for, her, and let's. Uh, and I don't want to put her in the hands of, of people who might be able to hire, her, but are ridiculous, woefully unprepared for what's coming. So, right. and, 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 and no offense, I, I know that all of us are getting along really well and everything. <laughs> I'm not sure that we've, uh, we've, we've worked together long enough um, for us to necessarily trust each other's contacts unless it's someone uh, who all of us know, like Jonas. My, my, my thought was not that we sent every one of us out to the colonel at the moment. We need to sort of get eyes on it, see what it's like, scout out the location. Some of us staying behind, some of us going there. Is this the new persona you're working on? Yeah, I was gonna the say, voice keeps the voice keeps changing. That was really. It went British. <laughs> I went British. That was a job. Um, that it went British. Sure. Anyways, it sounded more like Aries than anything else. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we need to go out and, and have a look at the place and see what it looks like before we actually go in guns a blaze. And, and, and I apologize if I, as a player, am, am forgetting this. Do we do we know for sure that there is something other than Colleen that is part of the whole MacGuffin that's luring everything here? No. No, I think the thing we know for sure about that place is that there are white supremacist vampires and a guy who calls himself the Connell. All of whom we need know to be killed. That, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they are a threat to Colleen. Yeah. And they, if we if we kill them, maybe maybe the vampires will stop looking for the for for specifically Colleen as the. We also know that the Colonel specifically has been marshalling vampires into the city. Yep. Like he he has been a he, not just the Crimson Veil, but he himself has been a driving force in sending vampires in the city. Correct. Well, that takes that takes care of one one group, but um, Colleen um, didn't have a chance to mention. Uh, but it looks like your old friends are, are looking for you as well. And I'll describe the the monk that Paul saw. Uh... Yeah, that'd be Brother Vigilance, all right. Do you think they'd be willing to listen to reason in terms of a... Is there a Brother Patience and a Brother Temperance and all the others as well? There's a Brother Kindness. Is there a Brother Drunkard? There's, there's a Brother Kindness, and he's probably the one that I'd want to talk to out of all of them. I don't... Uh, Sweetie, I don't think you should be talking to any of I think you should be doing the talking for Maybe, but I don't. Um. All right, who wants to scout? Yep. 
Alrighty. I saw that coming. I saw that coming. I mean, yep. got a bunch of vampire hunters here, so. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, it, 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 it was kind of, kind of, kind of obvious, but you know, I don't know. Maybe Drew wanted to. I think. I think no one's. Anyways, um. Very funny. But. All right, so if you guys do the scouting. How likely do, do you think, think it is that, that they know we're coming at this point? Well, considering all the, as far as we are aware, the only people that know both of, that know the Colonel and have met us are either Ash or Staked. Right. Yeah, they, there's, yeah. So they might be suspicious that there's somebody out there that's causing them a bit of trouble, that there might be some level of competition in this whole scenario, but, uh, oh, Shai, didn't you get, uh, didn't you get, the, was there any information on that phone, uh, the phone that we got from the guy who's Kappa agitated? Hmm? <laughs> yes. Yes, there was, as I checked the phone, since I have it, but I do not recall the information. What was said information? I like the um, phrase Kappa educated. Oh no, there is some in there is some in the text. In the Yeah. You remember, um, he, he, there, there was a text chain. Very, very angry. Uh yeah, yeah. General Detillo said that she got out last night take six of the boys go out and find her didn't we kill six vampires yep seven we killed seven which would be yeah, six plus that him that seems to be accurate she was last seen and give it give the location if you don't have the back by before daylight i will put you out in the sun and and pee on your grave and standard standard shit on your of, mother and yeah, so on matra provado go find her and clean your phone up before you go which he very specifically did not do well enough so you jackson <laughs> Jackson Kappa. That's what we're calling him. Jackson Kappa. Um, so, yeah. So, Not then... Uh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say an idea. Our three vampire hunters go vampire <laughs> scouting. Don't, don't take all the fun from us. Um... Uh, um, Colleen, if you wanted to make contact with your old friends, where would you make contact with them? Uh, that's difficult to say because usually they were just constantly around me and right. we're not supposed to be separated from me. There was no, if you get lost, do this contingency plan. Um, well, typically, if I got lost, that would happen, she says, as a knock is at the door. And uh, the knives are back out. Did we, we not see anyone approaching? Nope. <laughs> right. I pull out 
my shotgun in the shape of a revolver, walk over to the door, put the barrel of the shotgun against the door, just to the right of the doorknob. Hold on! I do have people. It might be for me. I'm not firing just yet. I know. I walk up to the door. I grab the doorknob and I... the people. And wait for Nina to look. Um, there is... What can best be described as a kindly-looking old man with long white hair and a giant beard. He looks kind of like Santa Claus. I mean... But not Rick Rubin, right? No. Because <laughs> Rick Rubin looks like Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> who is it? Ah, you must be the ones who have managed to take dear Colleen away from danger. I am Brother Kindness. Good for you. Um... Is this audible through the door to other people in the room? Probably. Hey, Colleen, what's Brother Kindness look like? Um, kind of like Santa? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, you're... you you're... In, in like a creepy way? No, like in a jolly old man with a long white beard kind of way. Paul, Paul will, Paul will also whisper... Hallucinations ha- happen while you're awake. Two? Not usually. But no, never. I, I never say never. Smart girl. Hmm. I tell you what, um, I'll be more than happy to have a conversation with you, but not here, not now. Give me your phone number if you have one. I will text you a location in time. We'll meet you at the Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to apologize. My um, uh, uh, a careful nature, but you don't seem to very be very good at 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 at, at not putting people in danger. So, Mm, uh, I definitely understand the caution, but I must inform you that I am not here to return Colleen to my brothers. I'm actually here to perhaps provide a bit of enlightenment and information to her on the life that she has led, and perhaps to you if you desire to continue to be her caretakers. That's awesome. I still don't trust you when we're not having this conversation here. If that is what you wish. Do you have a phone? I'm afraid not. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> will pull out one of probably four burners and toss it in Do the you direction know how of the phone door. The door. Work. I will catch the phone while Nina's talking to Santa Claus. On the other side. I really wanted, I really wanted Drew to throw a phone and just <laughs> smash it against a wall. Because no, there's the guy with the shotgun at the door. He can handle any handovers that need to happen. It's fair. Paul, Paul will come up behind Nina um, and, and and whisper, "Look, he's already here. We don't have to let him in. Maybe we just talk to him through the door." Um, I mean. 
we're not the most discreet of people as of now, but I would rather not be shouting this this fairly privileged and potentially dangerous information through a door. I'm not saying we shout it. Look, I understand your caution. I make a hand gesture in the direction of the person I just yeah. threw a phone. You know how to text. I've been around the block a few times, and I am familiar with modern technology, yes. I hand Nina the phone, and I open the door a crack. <laughs> hand out phone. Hold on. Do you actually know the number for this one? Yeah. Okay, good. There you go. We'll text you a location and a time. Uh, Try not to die before then. <laughs> Close the door. That's difficult. <laughs> Wait, are you already dead? No, no, of course not. So then why is it difficult? <laughs> why would you say of course not when you know the kinds of people that we've... He wouldn't never, be out in the daylight. Well, the, the, the zombies can be out in the daylight, uh, as my accent changes again. Uh, <laughs> it's also not daylight yet. Oh, I thought it was daylight. Why would you say uh, that's difficult then? I mean, I think Sorry. it's daylight. We slept. Yeah, you did sleep. It's early oh, okay. this morning. It, I thought this was before we all settled in. Okay. Sorry. Um, wrong context. It would be difficult for me to die before we got there. Oh. Okay. That's better. Well, don't put... Don't... don't uh, insert... We, we're not going to test that theory right now. <laughs> yeah. Insert appropriate cliched phrase here about I wouldn't count on that because, you know, I don't know. She's if old there. and could drive over at any minute. Is that I what mean, you're getting at? I was at? thinking more like the, 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 the army of monsters that has converged on this city. But by the way, an army of monsters is converged on this city. <laughs> so be careful. I'm quite aware, yes. Okay. Later. <laughs> the door shuts. <laughs> you know, the door's like we hand the out the phone and then close the, the shut. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I wait and see. Wait until I hear footsteps walk away. You don't hear footsteps walk away. <laughs> I look through the eye hole. Yeah. The eyepiece. He's not there. Open door. Look out. He's not there. Yep, my head I'm punched off. There's varieties of things that he could feasibly be given the sort of information I've gotten so far, right? Well, supposedly the order that we're taking care of her were mages, which if he is one of that order, which it seems like, he would probably be a mage. Yep. All right. But there's definitely possibilities that he could be other things. <laughs> Close the door. Yeah. Just just like the general, yes, this is one of the things that categorizes as a demon for me. Yeah. Right. Oh. Oh. Close the door. Yeah, I look back and look back at Kalina. Sorry, babe, but if uh, uh, I realize that you very well may want to talk to him and get answers, but There's a certain amount of trust that 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 I have here, and that level is zero. No, I get it. I'm actually amazed that he managed to catch up that quickly. Um, but I mean, 
brother kindness has always been sort of a step ahead of everyone else when it came to me. So I just, yeah, it's a, well, so. And no, I didn't make that happen. I just kind of sensed that he was there. Yep, I didn't say that. All right, well, we're going out vampire hunting. Right. Vampire scouting. Same thing. No, it's not. Scouting we just had like part- a five-minute conversation about why it wasn't. Yeah. Scouting is a part of hunting. You got to scout first. Okay. It is. Fair enough. Just, yeah. It is. Just don't hit climax. I can't guarantee that. I'm out of the cloth after all. Well, look. I'm sure that Valid you all point. have a great deal of experience with hunting and tracking and stalking and so forth, but really what we're doing here is casing a place and I do have some experience with that. Maybe I should come with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you Fargo case out the place and the two best friends here putting my <laughs> arm around your... <laughs> We'll go talk to we'll, we'll go talk to the creepy old monk who kidnaps kids and and, and protects them for their own good. Uh you know, honestly, I'm seeing the parallels between Santa Claus more and more now. Right? Astrid, do you think they'll stick to scouting? What? Uh, do, do you think they'll stick to scouting? I mean, uh. I'm a little more concerned about Eileen. I'm a little <laughs> more concerned about Astrid than I am the others. Um, I... Honestly, I don't even really well know them well enough yet, but you don't have to worry about it. Unless some take sort of the, weird take the take the scouting specialist, then then you might actually do some scouting before you start murdering everything. Unless unless a horde of for some reason alive during the daytime vampires decided they really want to have a piece of action with us, we're just gonna go looking out and making a plan of attack. I'm just saying, look out for Renfields. You don't have to worry. I'll keep an eye on them. And we'll keep an eye on her. Oh, I feel so much. <laughs> I don't keep an eye on me. Okay. Okay. Well, if everybody's watching everybody, then we should be okay. Paul, Paul, Paul's me. just sort of sitting and listening, and he says, "Look, maybe I should just go by myself." <laughs> no, 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 Paul, you need to, you, no. you need to go. If you go by yourself, as I, <laughs> <laughs> that accent's never coming back. By no, it's far never. the most entertaining thing about this. <laughs> yeah, it's me completely fucking up my accent. I gotta, gotta iron it in. I appreciate and, it because unlike us. Unlike me, I should say, you managed to remain in the realm of accents that if they were consistent would be a character's accent. (laughs) I keep flipping between actual accents. It's just I keep flipping between them. We'll go. If Paul were to go by himself, as I completely can fuck it up entirely, I'm just going to go with it. If Paul were to go by himself, then uh, unfortunately what would happen is vampires would come out, suck him dry, and we wouldn't have any information. Yeah, no, no. All of you need to go mm-hmm. because, uh, okay, this is going to sound bad to everybody, but the three of you are good, are probably good, are probably really good at actually doing this, and. Paul, I think you have somewhat of a conscience. So, 
man did profess to be a thief. He, uh, or alternately, I didn't say was. I didn't say he was a thief. In in other configurations, make incredibly the monumentally poor decisions, except for that configuration of checks and balances. Wow, and I thought I was being a dick. <laughs> I'm glad we've got this talked out, but where exactly is Colleen going to be? That is our... That, what? <laughs> I was pointing at the two of you, saying, with them. How confident are we in this brother kindness and, and, and in his expressed intent not to try to kidnap you? Not. Again? Honestly, I do actually have a little bit of trust with brother kindness of everyone in the order. I don't trust just about any... I really don't even trust you guys, if I'm going to be 100% honest. That's fair. But well, brother, I mean, bro, we, brother kindness lives up to his name. I understand, uh, I understand, Colleen. But have you ever been to Sweden? Because there's a wonderful city there called Stockholm. <laughs> Hi, that's where, uh, what's his name? I, I, know, I know what you're implying. And I'm he's not, not a, the one that I spent the most time with. I know. I'm just saying, if you're... Mm. We're going to need some more information and this one's come walking up and offering it and you're setting the time and the location. So honestly, it's the best way that we're going to be able to get this. Yeah. Mm, fine. You don't want to talk to me anyway, because apparently he's got some information for me specifically. All right. Uh, talk. Okay. Um, is, is is there a specific reason he can't give it to you over the phone? Apparently, he didn't have one. Well, now he does. Now he does. I know. Uh, Union does enough stuff. Uh, does enough stuff with technology that I that that I know damn well you don't talk about that kind of shit over the phone because somebody's listening. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. Um. Uh, fine. Cured, but it should be fine for sending just an address or a location. All right. I can find a place that is as secure as... No, no. No, no. We're good. <laughs> We're fucking good. I love the way that you've just hit upon this. Apparently, I'm kind of terrified of what you're thinking of now. No, no, we will, we will be having a conversation with Brother Kindness, and you will be 100% safe. Okay. Um, and I am, I am picking up the phone, and I am renting out some studio space for recording. Oh, that, that makes sense. A sound, a, a, a fucking recording booth is going to be the safest possible place. We put him inside. It locks from the outside. And we can have a conversation through goddamn soundproof plexiglass. He's not wrong. They, they make good interrogation booths. And it is the best of both worlds. It is a compromise. 
Okay. I think we have a plan. One quick question. Uh, could you point us in the right direction of the Cardinal's uh, estate, please? I said oh, Pauline. yeah. Well, um, didn't we have it? Didn't we already have the... We have, uh, I, as far as I knew, we only had a general idea of a location, but she would know specifically where. <laughs> I mean, I thought we had a specific address. We had, we had an yeah, idea of a name. We there, didn't have a confirmation. You had you were fairly confident you knew where the like the the, the general area of, of various country homes that exist in that area of Georgia in Walton County. Yeah. Um, okay. But I figured and, the person that escaped from it yeah. could confirm our guess. And <laughs> yes, Col Colleen, Colleen confirms that you were in the right area and narrows it down to a specific patch of land. Final question. Like thumb towards the bathroom. Oh, he'll keep. Okay. He's not going anywhere. I mean, we can and... take him with us. Huh? We can take him with us. Keep in the van. You can do that too. That's fine. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. If anybody, if anybody comes here who would actually free him, I would... We'll just keep him in the van. It'll be safer. Okay. Wrap him up in trash bags, everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I, I go get you've trash got bags an appointment. We've got an appointment. I think we're set and prepped. I'll get trash bags out of the van and start wrapping the vampire up. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, the places we leave this unconscious vampire are going to start making him smell, even though vampires don't have body odor. I mean, vampires don't have body odor, but smell does attach to inanimate objects. Yes, that, that is exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. Right now he smells like Nina's bathroom. Air spray. It, and it's, huh? just, it's just going to percolate inside the it's, trash bag, too. It, 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 it's hairspray and a combination of incense smells. And also probably all of the alcohol you apparently store in the bottom base of your truck. I mean, sure. yeah. yeah, it'll smell like that. I mean, church wine, though, while it's corked, it's not going to pass the smell on. Yeah, Unless we, like, open up and all, spill it, it on him. It's not all church wine. We know Are that. Are you at this honestly point? telling me that you have never been drinking when you go over a hump in the road and spill all over that? Of course not. You don't drink while driving. That's just irresponsible. Yeah. Okay. You are absolutely right. You drink, you then you drive. Or that. you drive, then you drink. You don't do both at the same time. You're absolutely right. You should never do that. You should also never right, drive go. from the cabin, like the back part of the van. <laughs> just down a good slug or two. It's like, all right, who's ready for a motorcycle ride? <laughs> Fine. Shit. What? Nope, we're not doing a motorcycle ride. Because there were three of us, three didn't you? People on my motorcycle. No, you can't take three people and a dog on. I think the only thing uh, I, the Uber app is opened. I say yeah. The only other vehicle, the only the only more than two wheeled vehicle we have is the van. <laughs> Paul says. 
I really think it's time probably for me to just rent a car. You guys are kind of set up like a biker gang, by the way. You have like three bikes and a van that would probably, in a biker gang, house all of the equipment used to fix said bikes. Yeah, we got the mechanics van. Except that it's painted with <laughs> Lady of Lords on the side. And plays, I mean, a, and plays Ave Maria so on the street. That means it couldn't be a biker gang van. That sounds really cool until you look and see who the members of this gang are. Um, I mean... You're more interesting than most of the people that I've hung out with for 15 years. Yeah. We need to talk about low bars someday. All right. Are we ready to go? <laughs> we load up the the brothers Mulcahy, Paul, Ostrid, you want to ride with us? Or you want to ride on your bike? I'll ride with you guys. And I'll drive. Get in. Get everything loaded up. Get the vampire loaded up in the back. Head out. Pew. Flip on the loudspeakers again. <laughs> <laughs> Ave Maria plays again, blasting through the streets. I look over here. See? You could be going with them and dealing with that. Uh... Hmm. <laughs> it was to both of them. It's worth mentioning. So Uber? Yeah, I've already I will I will <laughs> I'm waiting until they have gone so that the Uber doesn't see the creepy Jesus van outside because that'll be it's that Mary, thank you very much. Not Jesus. Not better. Um a little better. Possibly worse, um, <laughs> because no, no, a Jesus, a, a, a big Jesus logo outside on the outside of a van could just be people who think the image look cool. If it's Mary, then it's definitely somebody who's actually devout, which makes it worse. <laughs> um, yeah, and we, yep. And I will text, give a, give the name of whatever recording studio I can rent an hour and a half at. And then. I can send him or text him the address. Yeah. Actually, there's a, there's a, um, there's a recording studio that I've used for VO stuff that would. If we're looking for actual names of places. <laughs> don't but, most... I don't actually know if these exist anymore, but don't most garage band locations have a rentable... I mean, I, I mean, feel like whatever it is, whatever that special union thing that Nina gets to change yeah, from chapter to chapter... basically what I'm... Probably what we're doing A little here. help from my friends or something like yeah. that. Yes! Your, friends, your friends and neighbors. neighbors. Yeah. And yeah, and no, I'm specifically looking for a small studio because the big studios have multiple rooms that are rented out to mo- that 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 multiple people will be at. So you you call in your favor for a one dot um, safe house, basically. Yep. Um, With very so- little space and, and and any of that, but a really particular beneficial feature. Yeah, that's fair. 
the union, you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Yep. Uh, who has a recording studio that they're willing to rent to you for cheap. Um, so you, you, you set out the conversation and we'll start with that before we end for the, for the week. So, um, uh, as you arrive at the location, after having given the text, you step inside and find that brother kindness is already inside sitting in the recording booth, just kind of sitting and waiting for you. Oh, good. You understand how this is going to work. Of course. I appreciate your willingness. You'll excuse me, walk over, close the door, lock the door, uh, bar the door, etc. <laughs> Slowly push a file cabinet in front of the door. Somebody <laughs> want to give me a hand with this? Your two people to give you a hand are 16 and kind of noodly. Fine. Two dots of strength. I can help. Yeah. Cabinet. And then flick on the flick on the speaker. Or the the um, uh, intercom. Yes, that's the word I was trying to think of. <laughs> it's eight nine eight fifty. Eleven forty-eight. So. So. I suppose now is the time for me to explain a few important details. I mean, I'm not going to, so somebody needs to. Well, yes. Uh, let's begin with introductions for those of you who are not familiar. I am, as I said previously, Brother Kindness, he says. And before you is this very Santa Claus figure dressed in a sort of long, very simple brown robe, uh, sort of very long white hair and a big bushy white beard. Relatively rotund, but you can see because the robe is armless, his arms are heavy more with muscle than weight. He's definitely, while he has that sort of roundness to his frame, is definitely very clearly physically powerful as an individual. Um, he definitely does not look frail in any way. I am Brother Kindness, and I was one of the many watchers sent to overlook our young Colleen as she grew through many tumultuous years and came into contact with and developed powers that are rather unique to her case. Yeah, about that. Yes. Oh, no, that was the point where you explain. <laughs> like, what? I will admit to not being an expert on everything, but that's kind of new to me. Yes. And I think my friend here as well. Well, I suppose to truly explain enough of Colleen's situation to allow proper actions to be taken, I will have to start from the beginning of how her situation came to be. 
Okay. Which means that I will have to begin with the misadventures of one particularly unfortunate mage by the name of Alexander the Fate Weaver and his adventures with a device that he has named the God Machine. And that's where we're going to end for the week. I <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>